Welcome to the Basketball Update. I'm Adam Nazarelli. This is the update for June 14th, 2021. All right, so round two has gotten underway in the NBA playoffs. We have the Atlanta Hawks versus the Philadelphia 76ers, the Denver Nuggets playing the Phoenix Suns, and the LA Clippers playing the Utah Jazz. But first, we have the Milwaukee Bucks facing off against the Brooklyn Nets. So this series has led so far to the Nets taking a 2-1 lead over the Bucks. And as of the recording right now, it's halftime in game four and the Bucks have a 53-48 lead. So looking good in that game. But in the past three games, the Bucks have really stagnated with their offense and they haven't really been moving the ball well. In this game, it seems to be a bit turned around. P.J. Tucker's off to an 11-point start, six rebounds. So it's really good to get help from some of those more role player guys on the team especially with so much of uh, Brooklyn's defense focusing on Giannis and, and Middleton and Holiday. So if those guys can show up, I think it's going to be a great series. The Bucks managed to squeak out an 86-83 win against the Nets with Chris Middleton going off for 35 points and 15 rebounds. The Nets made uh, some small technical errors at the end. Bruce Brown tried to take a, a late shot. Kevin Durant had, had a poor inbound pass. So just kind of some small minor mistakes that led to the Bucks winning that game. And this game four is really, really important for the Bucks because going down 3-1 in a series, especially against an extremely talented Nets team, it's just not a position you want to be in. And, and we don't know when James Harden's going to come back as well, right? Like, he did have that hamstring strain. And usually the timetable, that would be a couple weeks. So realistically, he, he probably wouldn't come back. But, you know, the longer this series goes on, the more urgent it's going to be on him and the coaching staff and the medical staff there. So they might they might bring him in and if it goes to a game six or game seven. So definitely a really interesting series and, you know, keep in tune for that one. We also have the Atlanta Hawks versus the Philadelphia 76ers and the Sixers are off to a 2-1 series lead in that playoff as well. After a really disappointing game one loss, the Sixers have looked far superior in the last two games. I was really impressed with the adjustments Coach Rivers made after that first game loss. You know, no one, I don't think anyone really expected the Hawks to look that complete in that game. But some of the adjustments have been really impressive. Uh, double teaming Trey Young was a great idea. And that's really hurt the Hawks offense. And they've had difficulty getting going after that. So it's going to be a tough it's going to be really tough for the Hawks to claw back in this series. They're going to need to find ways to limit Embiid in the post, limit Simmons, limit Tobias Harris, all, all the big names on the 76ers. But to be honest with you, I just don't think the Hawks have the firepower. They're also a really young team. This is the first time this core group of players has made the playoffs together. So I think making it to the second round has been really impressive for this group. And I think they're going to hope to build off of this going into next year. But I think that the Sixers do take the series moving forward. All right, now back to the West. We have the Denver Nuggets versus the Phoenix Suns. And the Phoenix Suns have actually taken a 3-0 series lead. You know, I've been personally been pretty disappointed with the Nuggets. You know, guys like Michael Porter Jr., he had a really good game one, and then he struggled in the last two games. Monty Morris had a really good game three, and then he did he, he wasn't really around for the first two games. Basically, everyone not named Nikola Jokic has been disappointing in some regard. You know, I really thought this could have been MPJ's kind of breakout 
playoff series and, and an opportunity to show the world and NBA fans, you know, what he's capable of. Because we saw him in the regular season. He, he was just so dominant, kind of that 3 and D player. He looked like, a, honestly, a really complete power forward in the league and just looked really good. And he looked really good in the first series the Nuggets played as well. But in this series against the Suns, he's just not really stepped into that kind of second second tier star role that the Nuggets have needed especially with Jamal Murray gone who's kind of usually their second tier star so yeah really disappointing from the Nuggets but a nice kind of interesting fact for the NBA fans here of the three teams to crawl back from a 0-3 start only to lose in game seven so they lost their first three games and then won the next three. One of those teams was actually the 1994 Nuggets. And in that series, they played against the Utah Jazz in the second round and ended up losing in that game seven. So you never know, guys. Maybe history will repeat itself. Don't get yourself too down, Nuggets fans. <laughs> Hopefully, if you're a Nuggets fan, this time they end up winning that game seven. But you never know what could happen. Now, on the other hand, the Phoenix Suns have really got into their rhythm. Everything the Nuggets seem to be throwing at them, switches, pick and rolls, they seem to be dealing with well. And and really, they've actually gotten better as the playoffs have progressed. Chris Paul just looked fantastic in that game three. He was doing everything, taking charges, you know, setting up plays, getting rebounds, just looked completely elite from mid-range hitting every elbow jumper it seemed like so yeah th this Suns team is really really clicking and, and they're doing a lot better than I think pretty much everyone would have expected in this playoff by the time you're going to be listening to this podcast game four will have already happened so you'll know if the Nuggets have brought it back or if the Suns are into the Western Conference Finals all right and next up the last series in the western conference here we have the los angeles clippers versus the utah jazz and right now the jazz have a 2-1 series lead against the clippers the clippers fell short in the first two games despite some really good performances from the likes of Kawhi leonard reggie jackson paul george but in the third game the clippers completely controlled kind of from that second quarter where they took a big 15 point lead and ended up winning the game 132 to 106 now for me, this is such a weird series, right? Because the first two games were really tight. You know, the Jazz kind of barely won that game one after the Clippers came out really strong in the first half. Um, you know, the, the Jazz had a better second half. That game two was really tight as well. And it all seemed to kind of fall apart for the Clippers just right at the end of that game two. And then in a game three, you know, the, the Clippers just have this dominant win. So it's like... The Jazz have won really tight games, but the Clippers have, you know, been just dominant in that third game. So I really don't know what's going to happen. I think if you asked me before the playoffs started, you said, and you said to me, the Jazz and the Clippers are going to play in round two, I would have said, you know, for sure the Clippers are going to win. I mean, they just have more star power and, you know, they don't want to make the same mistakes as last year. But on the other hand, you know, the Jazz are kind of more of a complete team. And, you know, one to five, I think they're really strong. And they also have a really deep bench as well. So it's going to be up to the Clippers, you know, if they can get more role players involved. And if they can get those kind of anyone except Kawhi Leonard to, to just have a good game. And not just Kawhi, though. I mean, you do you do need Paul George to have a good game. You, d you need two or three other guys other than Kawhi Leonard. Because you know he's going to get you 30-plus points on 
extremely, uh, extremely efficiently. You know he's going to get you a bunch of rebounds. You know he's going to be playmaking. Like, he's going to do everything for you. So it's really up to those other players. And we saw that in Game 3. Nick Batum had a good game. Now let's see if he can do that in Game 4, right? Paul George, of course, had a good game. So I'm not really going to put out a prediction for this game. But if you are listening to the show on Monday, Game 4 is tonight. And it'll be at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. So absolutely tune into that. It's going to be crazy no matter what happens. Really, I think probably the most interesting series we've had so far, except maybe the Bucks and the Nets. That's all the news for this week. You can find me on Twitter at Adam Nazarelli. You can find the show notes at tbu.ffmi.ca. Look forward to our next episode on Monday, June 21st. Thanks for listening.